In our parasha, Parashat Vayera, we have the story of Ishmael. Ishmael started shooting arrows at Yitzchak. That's what he's good at. Shooting arrows, shooting rockets, shooting katyusha, shooting. That's what, that's his profession. Sarai Menu sees what's happening and she kicks away Ishmael and his mother. He can't be living together amongst us. That's not possible. Avraham Avinu felt bad at the moment because in the end of the day, that's his child. HaKadosh who appears right away and says, You have to listen to Sarah. She's correct. She's right. She's on the ball. This person is dangerous and he doesn't belong here. The story goes on that they ended up Hagar and Ishmael in the desert. In the desert, there's no water. He's dying from thirst. Hagar goes away. She doesn't want to see him dying. A Jewish mother would stay by the child and take care of him until the end. She doesn't. She goes away. She doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to see him suffering. She can't handle it. Okay? But the Pasuk says that she went away which means, as she explains, that she went a distance of twice throwing an arrow. The distance of what an arrow reaches, twice that much. The Mefarshim, already the Rishonim, ask, why did she need to go that far? She didn't want to hear him and see him dying. She didn't need to go so far. It's very, very far. Sefer from Ravavadia, Mibartanura, is known for, uh, for his perush on the Mishnayot. He also wrote on the Chumash Sefer. And he writes in his Sefer, Emer, Emer Naka, that the reason she went away a distance that far is because she was afraid he's going to shoot arrows at her. At these desperate moments, before he's dying, he's going to start shooting arrows and kill her. Now think about it. The ingratitude of the person killing his own mother. She gave birth to him. She took care of him. She made sure she fed him. She, she did everything for him. And now he's going to shoot and kill her. How could that be? That's kfiyut tova. That's the nature of Ishmael. We see that, actually, from his mother, Hagal. Hagal was a slave, was a shifcha by Sarai Menu. Sarai Menu took her and gave her as a wife to Avraham Avinu. She gave her own husband to her. Unbelievable. She should have such a karatatov. Instead, what she does, right away afterwards, she starts making fun of Sarah, putting her down. And this is the nature of a People that are kfuyei tova, ingratitude. They have no hakarata tov whatsoever. On the contrary, the kfuyei tova. If you want to see in recent times, for instance, the leader of Hamas, Yuchi Sinwar, was in Jewish prison because he killed two soldiers. And later on, he was released in the in the Iskat Shalit for giving back uh, he got, for, for giving back Shalit. So. At the moment, at the time that he was in prison, he had cancer, brain cancer. He was dying. Israelis made an operation on him and saved him. Sure enough, after he went out, he started terrorizing Israel until the recent terror attack, which he, which was uh, orchestrated by him. He's the one that sent his, uh, his people to do all the atrocities. So, we see... The, again, the 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 fiyut tova of these people. Recent story that was in the news of uh, 
Muslim mother in Israel that uh, her child needed a kidney. And there was a father that his soldier died at the war, and he donated the kidney to her, to her child, in order to save him. And indeed, he, uh, he was saved. As soon as the coming out of the hospital, she wished, she said that she wishes her child would become a shaheed. Shaheed, for those that don't know, is like a suicide bomber or somebody who kills others while he dies. It's shaheed. It's the biggest thing by them. So the child is living because of somebody who died because of terrorism, and she goes ahead and wishes that he should become a terrorist himself. I remember when uh, President uh, Trump ran for office, that was like seven years ago, he read this uh, famous uh, snake poem on the, on the, on the Muslims, on the, on the terrorism. And he said the following, the, the poet goes like this, On her way to work one morning, down the path alongside the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frozen uh, with, with the dew. Oh, well, she cried, I'll take care of you, I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh tender woman, take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman, sight the snake. Now she wrapped him all cozy in silk and led and laid him by the fireside with some honey and some milk. Now she hurried home from work that night. As soon as she arrived, now she found that pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, O tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman. Sight the snake. Now she clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I had... If I hadn't brought you in, by now you might have died. Now she stroked his pretty skin again and then kissed and held him tight. But instead of saying thanks, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, O tender woman, take me in. For heaven's sake, take me in, O tender woman, sighed the snake. I saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me. Even why? And you know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Oh, quiet, silly, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. Now you know very well I was a snake before you brought me in. That's a lesson for us. When we're dealing with a snake, and we think we're going to give him, we're going to take care of him, we'll give him land, we'll give him uh, places of work, we take care of him, he's going to become like us humans. Snakes are evil, snakes are reptiles, snakes are there to bite you at the first chance they have.